Hey guys, Future Bree here. I just wanted to give a little disclaimer about this podcast episode. Um, this podcast episode is something that is very special to me because I'm kind of opening up in a way that I have never before. But I do want to give a disclaimer for you guys that yes, this happened to me. Like I didn't get rehired because of YouTube or, you know, XYZ, everyone can say something different if they want, and who really actually knows. But I do just want to give a dis- disclaimer that one, I'm grateful that all of this happened. I wouldn't be here where I am today, who I am, without that happening. So I am grateful that it happened. It built me to be a different person that I'm happy that I am now. And two, And I'm being very honest here. The district that did this to me had every right to do it to me. You know, I was on a temporary contract. I did, I was doing YouTube. They really didn't like it and they have all the right to not want me back. I just didn't like how there was no dialogue about it. And it was just like a guessing game. That's the only thing I didn't like about it. And honestly, it was just a really confusing time in my life, but I am grateful that it happened and there's no ill will on this district. I'm grateful for them. They gave me my first job. I got the best group of third graders ever. Um, they were fantastic and you know, they really helped me a lot. They helped me grow a lot. I just want you guys to keep in mind while listening to this episode that this is my perspective on what happened. And this is my perspective on what I thought was going on and my own emotions behind everything that was happening. But yes, it was just very confusing. Um, just a very confusing, hard time in my life. But I hope you guys enjoy. I hope you guys take away something from this episode. That's always my intention behind my podcast. Just... I share. Hopefully you guys take away something to help you out and enjoy the episode. Welcome to the High Vibe Podcast. I'm your host, Bree, and this is your weekly no-fluff self-development podcast for teachers. The High Vibe Teaching Podcast is the self-development you need to instantly improve your life and get through the crap holding you back. Becoming High Vibe has changed my life, and I know it can change yours too. Hello, everyone. Happy Monday if you're listening to this on Monday. Um, As I'm recording this, it's the Sunday before. I like to record on Sundays before because I wait the entire week until I feel what I want to record my podcast about. So this week I am talking about my why I'm going to be talking to you guys about why I choose to create a podcast. Why did I choose to create a YouTube channel? Um, why do I sell on TPT? Why do I do the things that I do? And I have come to a really nice conclusion of my why. And it's honestly has taken like three years or so to get here. So I do want to talk about it and I want to get a little deep as to how I got to this point in my life because honestly, you guys, I'm proud. I'm proud where I am right now. Again, it took like three years for me to be comfortable doing what I do and we're going to talk about a little bit deeper today. But before we get started, I do want to say thank you for tuning in today. I appreciate every single one of your eardrums listening to this. (laughs) Um, Also... It is June 27th, June 27th, Sunday, and as of now, no, I still do not have a job. Um, 
but I know I'm working towards it every single day. However, I did interview on Wednesday. I had an interview. It was for a fourth grade position, maybe a kindergarten position. I'm not quite sure, but the video coming out on YouTube today, it should be out today around 1 p.m. Pacific time. I go over my interview questions and I just give a little bit of a debrief. So if you're interested in that, link will be down below for that video. It's pretty good. I must say, I really do feel like I give pretty good answers in my interviews. I'm just waiting for the district to snatch me up. That's just what I'm waiting for. Also, if you guys have not followed me on Instagram, it's at High Five Teaching. And I will say and ask a request if you want, if you guys tag me and like put it on your stories and I see that you guys are like listening to my podcast or watching my YouTube channel That literally makes me so happy. I had someone do that last week. It's absolutely magical. I love seeing that you guys are listening and gaining from all of this because that's the point. And that is the topic of this um, podcast episode. So I think we can get into it right now. I think we're good. Um, All right. Let us jump in. All right. Just giving a little context on how I am planning to film this podcast I want, wanted to record this podcast in a very organic way. So I don't have anything written down. Um, I'm literally just going to go in a timeline of my why and how I got to this point. And it's something really special to me because as you hear in this episode in my journey, um, I have kind of been thrown crap at me. Like I have gone through some crap and I think that's very, of course, I'm going to go through crap. I think everyone goes through crap, but it's just a very interesting backstory behind how everything has fallen into place. And I hope you guys enjoy because honestly, one of my favorite things to learn is about people. I love listening to people. I love listening to, you know, their why as to what they created and It just sparked in my head right now that I would absolutely love to have someone come on for an interview as a two-person interview for the first time on my podcast. I would really love my friend John to do it, um, but he's closing escrow right now, so he's probably really busy. But, um, sorry, I got a text from my mother-in-law. Please hold. Okay, yay. Um, My mother-in-law just texted me that we're going to go line dancing on Wednesday. Super excited. Okay, anywho, you guys, uh, let's get in to the very beginning. So let's take it back to when I decided to become a teacher. So I got my undergrad in child development. All right. Um, Before I even finished my bachelor's degree, again, I'm in California, so everything's extremely different in this state compared to others. But um. So when I first wanted to teach, I'm like, okay, I'm going to sub. And I liked the money because the money was $120 a day to sub. And I'm like, cool, I'm going to sub. And then I'm going to work my retail job. So I decided to become a sub like prematurely because usually you would have to wait to sub until you have your bachelor's degree. But because the need for substitutes and teachers in general is so high in the state of California, um, I was able to sub early. So I was subbing before I even graduated, and I remember the day. I remember the day I found one of 
one of the people that really influenced me to become a teacher and to persevere through. And that is Michelle from Pocketful of Primary. And I remember I was substitute teaching first grade. It was lunchtime. And I was sitting at the desk, at the teacher's desk at the lunchtime, eating my lunch and then just sitting on my phone relaxing. And this video popped up and it was a tour of a classroom, a classroom tour. And I was like, what the... So I watch it and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have the most undescribable motivation to become a teacher. Like seeing another teacher teach in real time, basically with her, you know, recording it all herself, explaining all herself. Like it was so raw and it was so motivational. It was absolutely beautiful. (laughs) Wow. Listen to how I'm talking about this, but I'm being serious. Like for someone to think to do that is such a gift because it truly gifted me the perseverance and just the visualization of continuing forward. And I was like, I cannot wait until I can do this. I cannot wait till I get my own classroom. I cannot wait to set it up the way I want to set it up and to show other teachers because it's so helpful. It's so motivational. And I just fell in love with it. I remember watching that video so many times and then just visualizing in my head like, oh, I'm going to do that. I even took out a like notebook and paper and I started writing it out as well. Like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. Like, um, you know, planning for my future classroom. So after I discovered that first video from Michelle at Pocketful of Primary, then I discovered all her other videos. And I remember sitting as a substitute. I think this was, I was subbing sixth grade at this point. And I, you know, at the lunch break or even during prep, I would watch all of her videos. The ones that explained how she taught and why she taught that way with the material she used. I ate those videos up. Those are gold. And I, again, was just so extremely motivated. I'm like, oh my God, I cannot wait to be a teacher. I can't wait to do this. I can't freaking wait. So then fast forward, um, you know, Michelle Pocketful of Primary, she really helped me land my first job with her interview videos. And again, that's like, that's just free content. And that is their for anyone who wants it. And it's absolutely amazing. So now we go into me, you know, starting to interview for teaching positions. So I interviewed like a year early. I wasn't even a credential program yet. Sorry. I feel like I'm slurring my words. My bad. I was not in a teaching credential yet. And I tried to apply to this district. It was the district I grew up in. And I applied and I thought I did a really good interview, but I didn't. I mean, I, I thought I did, but I really didn't. I was, yeah, but I didn't get the job and that was okay. So then I started to do the teaching credential. It was a year and a half program. So I did the first year as subbing and going to school, which was cool because it wasn't stressful at all. And I also still worked at Office Depot at the time. So I was working two jobs and doing the teaching credential. And then let's see. Okay, so then I apply for the position again in the fall. 
I didn't get it, but I had, I had to do a demo lesson. So I made it a step farther. So I did a demo lesson and I thought it was really good. The teacher who was watching said it was really good. She said it would be fine. And then I didn't get hired mid-year and I was fine with that because I really didn't want to be hired mid-year. It sounds really stressful being a new teacher. So then comes like February, March, and I apply for the position. I had my teaching portfolio that Pocketful of Primary Michelle, you know, walked me through. She showed me what was in hers. I made it my own and I presented this teaching portfolio in the interview and the two principals that interviewed me they were absolutely amazing. Like they were fantastic administrators. They were really like highly respected and just really loved in the district. And they were like my first taste of having a supportive admin and just like that was, it was really nice. So I interviewed with them and they absolutely loved the teaching portfolio. And then I got hired and I was able to use that demo in the fall to apply for this, um, position for the following school year. And I got the position and I was like, awesome. Awesome. I'm so happy. Like, I can't believe it. And then it turns out that I'm, I actually got placed in the same freaking elementary school that I went to. I got to teach at the same elementary school that I went to for grades, kindergarten through sixth grade. I got to teach with the same educators who taught me. Wow. Honestly, that's pretty crazy. And I would like to say I manifested that because I, I did, um, obviously like, I don't know how I did it, but I did. Cause that's absolutely insane. So I taught third grade with, you know, um, I think four other teachers and I already knew, I told myself when I get this position, I'm going to be, I'm going to be doing YouTube as well. I, I knew it. There was really no other or if scarce, like I wasn't scared to do it. I knew I had to, like, I knew I wanted to, there was nothing like signaling me not to. So my cousin, Lucas, if you ever listened to this, um, oops, he used to do YouTube and like make really he used to do YouTube and get a lot of views and, but his genre of YouTube was not the same genre as mine. But, um, I asked him, Hey, can I use your camera? And he said, yeah, here, sure. And it was like a really old, like camcorder camera, like just old. And I used that for the first year of teaching, um, my teaching journey while filming and my oldest videos, I think it's almost three years old. I've almost been doing YouTube for three years and I didn't know what I was doing, but I was like, I'm just going to record myself cleaning out my classroom and I'm going to record how I'm feeling. So when I first started my YouTube journey, I wanted the videos to show what I was feeling and what I was doing, because to me, that just was what Michelle did on Pocketful of Primary. She literally showed us what she was doing. And then she explained how she was feeling about it, which helped because to me, I was like, okay, well, it's normal to feel this way during this time. And it just really helped me. So long story short, I, you know, posted every single week. I feel, um, on this YouTube channel that I created. I remember when I saw the first subscriber, I was like, OMG, what the heck? And I, uh, just continue to post and talk through with what I was feeling. And I can't even 
express how hard my first year of teaching was. Um, my first year of teaching was really, really, really hard because I was a new teacher and my team, my third grade team at the time did not work in unison. It was like every person on their own and I didn't know what I was doing. Um, and actually the third grade teacher who taught me, you guys literally told me to quit because they were like, teaching sucks. Like you, you need to quit. You need to find a different job. Like they kept telling me this and I'm like, I don't want to find a different job and I like teaching. And then, ah, oh gosh. So I was going through a lot cause I didn't know who I could turn to. And I had a mentor teacher like through the district at the time they were my mentor. And I thought I could trust them with like my feelings and thoughts and how stressed out I was, but I couldn't. And I learned that the hard way. And, you know, throughout the whole school year, I just kept feeling more alone, alone, alone. Like I felt like I had no support anywhere that I could fully trust. So that's kind of what YouTube was for me. YouTube was, oh, I'm, I'm sure I'm not the only new teacher going through this. Like I never knew teaching was going to be like this. I never knew. And if I never knew other new teachers don't know either. And that was my whole premise back then. Back then was just showing what I'm doing in the classroom to help how I'm feeling right now to help others. Um, because it's so isolating. When I first started, I just remember seeing a whole bunch of teacher tubers at the time, like, you know, showing their classrooms and showing what they're doing, how they're doing their outfits and stuff. But I was just like, I need help emotionally. Like I need help on a deeper level than surface area. And I wasn't really seeing it. So I wanted to create that. But, um, long story short, it came March, came around March. And no, I never told my district about my YouTube endeavor because I didn't even know if I wanted to do this full time or like, you know, really take it somewhere because I was just doing it to see if I would like it. I didn't want eyes on me. It was something just personal to me. I didn't want a lot of people to know because first of all, I was on a temporary contract on this, at this district and I just wanted to stay, you know, I wanted to remain low. I wanted to lay low. I didn't want any attention on me. So I didn't tell anyone because I didn't know if I wanted this to even be a part of me. I was just trying it, seeing how it it works and see how I like, how I like it. Oh my gosh, you guys. So here comes February and a whole bunch of new teachers at my site got called into the district and got rehired because when you're on a temporary, you're only there for a year. You have to be asked back to go on probationary. Okay. So it wasn't happening for me. Everyone else got called except for me. And I said, Oh no freaking way. I'm not going to get rehired. I knew it right when everyone else was calling, getting called and I didn't, I knew right away. So then I called my mentor crying and my mentor just was like, Oh no, it's okay. Like everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. So I held on to it, held on to it. Still wasn't getting called, still wasn't getting called. And I knew it was like March 15th or March 13th, something around there. That's when the time was cut off for them to either tell me you are being rehired or you are not go find a different district. And it was literally, um, March 14th. It was a Thursday. 
and I got called. Um, and literally you guys, this is the, this is the thing that I'm just like, wow, this is kind of crazy how things turn out the way they do. Um, couple days before that I got asked, I connected with a lot of teacher tubers that you guys may know, like Maylene from Miss Calls Campers, um, Shelly from Early Adventures, uh, Fernanda from that One Happy Classroom. I got connected through them and I think I got connected through them from Vanessa from my second grade life. She now is moving to Texas, but I got connected through them and I joined this group message and they said, Hey, like if you guys want to go to this impact driven teaching conference, it's happening in March, it's in Miami, like apply for it. And this happened in February. I got notified like the day before I got called into the district office that I was going to Miami to meet all these teacher tubers and to be part of this impact driven teaching conference. Um, I'll have the video linked down below of the experience. Uh, this was close to two and a half years ago. It's kind of crazy, but so I go into the district office. I know I'm going to Miami. That's really cool. But honestly, at this, honestly, at the core of my route, I'm worried I'm not going to get rehired. So I go into the district office and uh, you guys, I got sat down and they gave me my pink slip and they said, um, you know, we just don't have a position for you next year. And I said, okay. And then they're like, yeah, so, but you can still apply for us again. Like you can still apply and then maybe we'll have room for you next, uh, school year. And they said to me, before you accept any other position from any other district, give us a call. And we can see if we can squeeze you in somewhere. And then I was, I literally said, um, so you want me to clean out my entire classroom, take everything out, and then hope you guys have a position for me next year and reapply. And then they're like, yeah, like, we really don't like to say it like that, or we don't really like this, but this is how it is. And I'm like, okay. And then I leave and I break down in my car. Totally breakdown, crying, sobbing, because I gave everything I could in that school year. Like, my third graders meant the world to me. I literally went through the intern process. So I was going to school full time and I was getting my master's degree at the time. And I just was like, I'm, you know, it's not good enough. I'm not good enough or whatever. So many, so many things rushing through my head. So then I call my mentor and I'm like, I'm not getting rehired. And you know, I just thought my mentor would give me a heads up or, you know, just help me through this process. But I called my mentor and she just said, oh, well, did you have any discussion with your principal? And I said, no, my final evals tomorrow. This actually happened on a Wednesday. The Thursday I had my final eval with my principal and then Friday I left for Miami. But while I was crying on the phone with my mentor, like, what is wrong? Like, what did I do? Like, I don't understand. Like, this came from complete outer space to me. Uh, they said, I think I know why you aren't getting rehired. And then I said, why? And my mentor said, because you have a YouTube channel. And then I said, well, why does that matter? I don't understand. Why, why does that matter? And my mentor just told me that, quote, the district doesn't like stuff like that. That they're, quote, conservative, end quote. 
don't really know what that means. And I still don't understand what that means, but that's just what I was told. And then that's when I completely starting, started to doubt myself on a level I never knew existed because I was just like, how is this so wrong of what I'm doing? Like I'm trying to help other teachers just navigate through their first year and I'm just doing it in real time. And long story short, you guys, I was absolutely crushed and, oh God, it was a really sucky, sucky time. And then especially to know that I had to finish a whole quarter of a school year, knowing that I'm not going to get asked back and knowing that there was no, you know, clear dialogue between me teaching and my YouTube channel. Like to me, I didn't even know they knew about my YouTube channel. And I was actually going to wait because I'm like, okay, I think I'm going to continue with this YouTube. I think I'm good. I want to continue with it. Um, I was going to tell them once I got rehired, like, hey, just to let you know, like I have this YouTube, I tried it out and I like it and I want to continue doing it. I was going to tell them after I got rehired, but I didn't. And I don't know. Um, Then I had my final eval with my principal and it didn't didn't go very well because I was absolutely devastated that nobody told me that my YouTube was a problem and it was going to hinder me being rehired. It just crushed me. And oh God, you guys, that last quarter of school, going to campus every day, knowing that I wasn't wanted there, like sucked. But I stayed for the kids. And to this day, that third grade class was the best class I've ever, like I've they were just such angels and I love them so much. Like they were such a sweet class. The parents were so fantastic. Like that was such a good school year and with the kids and the parents, but all behind the scenes, it's sad because I'm getting a little emotional, but it's sad because my kids didn't even know anything that was happening. They didn't know their teacher wasn't going to come back. Um, you know, I had parents requesting me for the next school year and they had to be like, well, I'm not, I didn't get rehired. And it was really, really hard. So then anyways, you guys, even before that, I knew I wasn't in the right spot. Like I knew this district wasn't for me. I could feel it. I didn't feel welcomed. I didn't feel like I could be myself because I technically couldn't be myself because I couldn't have a YouTube channel and it be okay. Like that's like a part of me. I felt driven to do it. And anyways, long story short, I get hired at a different district. There was some messy stuff that went on. I don't want to talk about it. I'll probably talk about it one day when I get to the place where I want to be (laughs) in life. I swear to gosh, I'm going to write a book about all this because it was absolutely devastating. Um, but anyways, I got hired and started my new teaching journey in fifth grade. And I said, I'm going to persevere and do this. Like I'm, I'm not going to quit YouTube, especially because a district told me to, and they don't even like communicate with me about it at all. So I said, I'm, I'm still going to do it. So here comes the self doubt. I had self doubt lingering over me for the past two and a half years. You guys, I had no confidence in myself. I second guessed everything I did. I was so scared and worried about what the outside forces of myself would think of me. And it took me until now, basically, to be okay with 
who I am in respect of wanting to share things on the internet. I just remember with that final eval my first year, I asked my admin in my final eval, I said, what is wrong with, you know, being on YouTube? Like, what is wrong with that? And they said, well, why are you doing it? And I was like, I'm doing it for me. Like, there's something in me, there's something inside me that is being driven to do this to where I don't even question it. I just do it and I like it and it's fun and it gets me so excited to continue teaching. And they, my admin said, well, if it's for you and you're doing it personally for you, then you shouldn't be posting it on the internet. And honestly, you guys, like, I got so screwed up. Like, my mind was so screwed up. I didn't... Oh, gosh. It was a heavy time, as you can tell. And then, you know, COVID happened and, you know, had a lot of downtime. And then I finally got my mentality right. I'm finally at the place where I feel good about my mentality, which is why I created this podcast. And... The thing that's so crazy is after I got let go of my first year teaching position, after I got, you know, said, no, sorry, we don't want you. um, I went to Miami and I met, I met CJ from Real Rap with Reynolds. And I literally like the day before I got told I'm not getting rehired. And then I go to Miami on this amazing trip. And it was in the back of my head the whole time because I felt like I don't deserve to be here because, um, yes, I'm here because of my YouTube channel, but my job literally didn't like it and didn't have me back because of it. So I was feeling really, really conflicted. And then, um, CJ from real rap with Reynolds, we were literally, we were literally sitting in a bar in Miami, chilling. It was like Saturday night, maybe. And, you know, I told them about what happened. And CJ literally was like, wow. Um, You know, he said, this is going to be your story. This is your story to give to the world. And this is something extremely special that not a lot of people go through but it's your story. Like this is all adding up to be the person that you are going to be in the future. Oh my God, you guys. I, I was like, holy shit. Like that literally is kept me floating. That kept me going to know that. And it's absolutely true. Um, but that was just like the little bits of like life flotation device to get me through the bullshit. Cause it was a lot of bullshit and now I'm here. I'm here and I've been doing YouTube for three years. Um, I just hit 10,000 subscribers. And I do want to tell you guys, like, the number of subscribers doesn't matter. It's the impact that matters. And I have gotten so many comments, so many messages from people saying, thank you so much. Like, your video helped me get a teaching position. Thank you so much. Your video helped me navigate the substitute teaching world so much better. Or thank you so much. Like, your podcast helps me um, think differently about my life. And your YouTube videos help me know that I'm not alone during my time teaching and that it's okay to feel burnt out and it's okay to feel all of these things like thank you for what you've given me and I get those messages and that is literally like 
it means so much to me because I'm telling you guys, it's very weird, but I feel like I'm driven to do this. Like there's no way I would not do it. If I wasn't doing like YouTube podcasts, Instagram, all of it, even TPT, if I wasn't doing all of these things, I would feel like there was something missing from my life. I truly would. And I even get messages from, you know, parents saying, thank you so much for posting your writing video on YouTube. Like my student struggles with writing. Um, thank you so much for helping us. Or I'm even one-on-one tutoring a student right now. His mom reached out to me. She said, Hey, he really needs help with narrative writing. Can you help him? Absolutely. So I'm tutoring with him two times a week, independent one-on-one over zoom. And it's just like, I am figuring out my why and my why is to help teachers love their job teaching because I've been in the boat of, honestly, I was teaching, but I, I hated it. I didn't like it. It got to the point where I wanted different. I wanted out. I wanted to join a different profession. I didn't want to teach anymore. I was looking, but then COVID hit, changed my world, changed all of our worlds and outlooks. And I realized in that moment that it's not fair to the kids. Like I teach for the kids. I became a teacher for the kids. I am essentially doing this for the kids because my mission is truly to help teachers love their life teaching through lesson plans, through my podcast, through pep talks, through my future book club that's coming out, through my YouTube videos, even like how I live my everyday life, such as showing gratitude in the morning, um, counting my blessing blessings every single morning, reading every day, um, diving into self-development, all of these little things, meditating even. Meditation is like my best friend. Even through all of these little things, if I can show the world what I do and it has helped me be a better person slash teacher, then that is my why. I truly believe that if we if we're going to give the students the best education they deserve, because every single student in America, in the world, I'll just focus on America right now. Every single student in America deserves to have a quality education does not matter where they're from. doesn't matter what income they're given. They deserve to have a high quality education. And that comes directly from the teacher. And I have been the teacher where I was not 100% in alignment with who I was. And I hated teaching. And I was in such a funk mood every time I came into the classroom. Like one little thing, like the phone ringing in the middle of my lesson would just piss me off. And it was because I wasn't living in alignment. Sorry, guys. I feel like my voice is a little raspy right now. Um, Let me just drink some water really quick. I truly believe that teachers are role models. I truly 100% believe that if you're a teacher... You are a role model, and that means that you should be living your absolute truth every single day, and it's hard, but it's not hard if you take the steps to get there, and that's what I've been doing. That's what this podcast is for. That's what YouTube is for, TPT, all of it. Everything is to make you love your life teaching so you can serve the kids because that is why we're teachers. We're teachers for these beautiful little 
little beings, even high school, they deserve the absolute best teacher. Like these kids deserve, especially, and I, I honestly believe that no matter what socioeconomic, um, you know, level you teach in, there's going to be different weaknesses and strengths in each part. So no matter what socioeconomic, you know, um, community you serve, you are still going to need to be a role model and you're still going to need to persevere, persevere through some bullshit, um, one way or another. That's just what the job entails. But I just truly believe that if we want kids to, you know, get the best education possible, then teachers need to be role models, such as being a high vibe teacher. That's where my name came from. My name came from wanting to be a high vibe role model to my kids. I want to be a high, high vibe role model to the community, to the parents, to the outside world on YouTube. Like I just want to represent myself in a very high light, in a very high vibe kind of viewpoint. And that's what I want to do. And that's what I want to help every teacher do. Because again, the kids deserve to have the best quality teachers. And I believe it starts with the teacher. How many times have you been in credentialing school or maybe in a professional development where they say, you know, uh, statistics show that it's really the teacher who has the most impact on the kids. Absolutely. And that's why I think we should really, really focus on helping ourselves and being okay and in full alignment with ourselves. And that way we're unbreakable. Like we are unshakable when we are in our alignment. And that is my mission. I want teachers to love their lives teaching so they can serve the kids. And they can also like live a high vibe life for their family. A huge part of teaching that I noticed was that I was being completely depleted of a lot of my energy through the school day to where I would come home and just want to lay in bed and scroll on YouTube. Um, that's not really living a high vibe life to me. And everyone has their own version of living a high vibe life. But to me, mine was separating work with work. Um, coming home and just starting a whole new world in a way. Like I still had energy to give to my husband. I still have energy to give to my future kids. I still have energy to meal prep and cook delicious food. I still have energy to go garden in my backyard and pull weeds and just make my living situation beautiful. Because what I was finding was when I was being depleted, when I was low vibe, when I wasn't liking my job and I was just feeling sad and depressed and just all in my head, I wasn't making time to clean my house to make it pretty or to, you know, create aesthetically pleasing things all around me. I had no passion for anything. I barely had passion to even like do my hair or makeup. Like I literally became such a living on repetition, habitual um, patterns. And then I said, no more. I'm done. I'm done. And now that's why I'm here. That's why I have this podcast. That's why I have you know, I'm going to be creating a book club for us. And I'm just so happy that I found my why because it took me a very long time to find my why, mostly because I thought I was doing something wrong. I thought me posting on YouTube and sharing my life and sharing my feelings and just sharing my own trials and victories, I thought there was something wrong with that because my district thought there was something wrong with that. And, but now I'm here I'm here and I know there's nothing wrong with it. I know I'm helping people. I know I'm helping you. 
All right, you guys, this podcast episode was magical. It was so, so good. Um, I hope you guys liked it because that was just a truly me going through a timeline, thinking of what my why is, applying it back then, and then you know, applying it in present day, because one of the best things I love, and this is what I love to figure out with people. And I want to interview people, you know, to dive deep into this, but I love when I hear people's success stories because success stories start with failure. I could do a whole podcast episode on failure, but I love hearing when people say, I thought this was the answer, but then I got shoved or pushed or guided to the left instead of the right. And then look what happened when I went left. Amazing, beautiful things happened. And that's when it comes to like this greater scheme of, you know, I'm not in control. I know that I'm not fully 100% in control, but I have a big part in what I have control of. And I have control of my mindset, but I don't have control of every little detail, but I know everything is leading me in the path of where I'm supposed to be. I know this and I know it. And I just love hearing all the bullshit that happens, but then you come out on top. That is what I love to hear. And I truly believe like that's the journey I'm on. Like that's my story. And I'm just really grateful for it. I'm just grateful that I have the confidence to sit here today, share this on my podcast. I'm so grateful. And you guys, um, Thank you so much for watch or listening to this podcast. I really want to thank every single one of you guys for listening. And if you guys could please leave a review, that would be very helpful to me. Or even what would be even more helpful is you guys take a screenshot of you listening to the podcast or even my YouTube channel, whatever you want to do, and just tag me in it on your story so I can repost it because I love doing that because that literally shows that you're listening and you're taking away something valuable to you, and you're literally changing your mindset in life. Like, that's the point. That's the point. <laughs> so I do want to say thank you guys so much. Um, be sure to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. Subscribe to my YouTube channel as well. I put out new content every single week. And thank you guys so freaking much for listening to me. I think this is one of my best favorite podcast episodes because I just feel like I'm talking to you guys. Um, cause I am, but I just feel like this is such good energy from this episode and I just feel so empowered and enlightened with everything. And I just want to thank you guys so, so much. This is episode 25. I think right on, I've been posting every single Monday on this podcast for 25 weeks and it's an amazing, amazing feeling. So thank you guys so much. I love you all have a fantastic, fantastic week. And remember, becoming high vibe has changed my life and it can change yours too. Bye.